It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We, uh, wait, how do I, we, I invite a guest over to my apartment. This is how it works. I invite them over. They pick a TV show to watch. We watch it together. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Today is the first episode in a long time back in my real apartment in Brooklyn, New York. I'm very excited to have uh, upcoming filming a half hour for Comedy Central next week. You might know him from the old Butt Talk podcast. Uh, Friend, foe, Adam Newman. Thanks for having me, Craig. We're foes because... Yeah, I was wondering why you said that. I, I... It just the the words friend and foe just sound great together. Yeah, and you know, and your friends often turn into your foes and then back into your friends. That's rocky relationships, and especially in the comedy community. And by rocky relationships, you mean relationships based off of the movie Rocky. Yeah, a lot of like training each other. Yeah, and then sort running. of you know our friendship. It's like with um, uh, uh, Tommy Gunn uh, from uh, I think it's uh, is it uh, from one of the Rocky. Movies? I think it's from Rocky. F- Five, because four is Russia. Yeah, he's like, hey Tommy, I thought you and me were like uh, friends. He I like, only, tra- I only, he's a street guy. They have a, sh- he, he like builds this guy up. I only know Rocky in like a very general sense. Like I can't break down the specific episodes. I know Dolph Lundgren's in one, right? That's Mr. the Russia. That's Rocky. Mister T's in one. That's uh, that's uh, Mister T is uh, Clubber Lang. I think that's three. Yeah, and then that's ba- that's a that's about as much Rocky. That's all I need. Knowledge I have. You have most what most Americans have. Yeah, I think I know more about Over the Top than I do about Rocky. Um, that's of course the the Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling arm wrestling film. Where I think he wins an arm wrestling tournament to win a giant Mack truck. That's right, and prize the Mack truck. I watched a documentary on Netflix fairly recently that um, about. This guy who arms wrestling, I believe, uh, arms wrestling. <laughs> he he wrestles arms. He wrestles for guns. For guns, and uh, I think it's called maybe pulling John. I forget what it's actually <laughs> called. But he was the guy. I think there was a big competition. That's based off. I think there was a competition to see who Sylvester Stallone would arm wrestle for real, like in a big oh. scene in the thing. So that was like he was in that movie. He was the so he had to win an arm wrestling competition to go against Sylvester Stallone in the movie. I think so. Yeah, I think that's how they like cast a partner. I something. think that's how most movies should be cast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a, comp- like a competition. Yeah, if it's like a movie about um, like musicians, it should be like um, the best. This should be a battle of the bands. Battle of bands to figure to out to see who. who gets to be the band in Ace Ventura two. Totally, and that's how. That's Wait, how I would well, like the one in Ace Ventura one is Cannibal Corpse. Ace Ventura one. Yeah. Yes, Cannibal Corpse. I knew. I know that. And I was. But I would like. But they want to. They want to. They want to. They want a high school battle. The bands. They had to go. They had to enroll into high school for four (laughs) years. Which because none of them. They're all eligible because none of them have high school degrees. Yeah, exactly. And even if they did, they'd probably have to go to this specific Hollywood high school. Yeah. Get uh, the. I've seen Cannibal Corpse live. Really? Yeah. I wore. I was in high school. I wore like cargo shorts and a light blue T-shirt in the front row, and I was the only person not wearing, you know, full on metal black garb. Right, and was it? Were you a fan of them, or was it? Oh, Hunter? I love Cannibal Corpse. Oh, okay, no, I, I, yeah, I just like Cannibal. I like. I, I don't look the part, but I, I'm wearing like a very Cosby sweater right now. You're actually like, wearing that yeah. is legit Cosby yeah. sweater. But I'm like a big metal fan. I saw Cannibal Corpse in Atlanta, and uh, Napalm Death opened up for him. Whoa! Who was on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack? Ah, I don't know them. I've been to one real metal show, uh, Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it Mike Patton era? Um. The singer from Faith No More. No, I don't think so. Oh, bit. you know what? It either was or was the guy before that. Is yeah. he bought, is he shaved head? I he I, he changes hairstyle yeah. a lot. He was. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I should, and people probably hate me. But he it was crazy. He was literally jumping off of like twenty foot speakers. It, it might have been terrifying. Him. It was like yeah, as a. You know, like nervous Neurotic Jewish Jew, boy. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, be careful, yeah, be careful." <laughs> I used to think that. Remember the Pearl Jam Alive video? Yeah, was, like, where he's live like swinging he's from. Up. He, I remember being terrified that's for him. Scary. Yeah. On the, uh, I hope he's I still know, not the, doing that. He's too old for that. He, uh, the documentary, the Kevin Crow documentary. Uh, Is it like the PJ Twenty or something? Yeah, PJ Twenty. I've seen it on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. You know, I'm gonna watch it. But they show there's basically a montage of him just doing that for like 50 oh, minutes. Right. It's like that's half the time. That's pretty cool. while the during an extended version of the Alive solo. Yeah, it's, just it's a very long guitar solo. Long solo. We all know. We all love it. 
Um, I, 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 you said, I love that. I do love that guitar solo. Um, great guitar solo. Um, so what? What we're watching TV today? What yeah. TV show did you choose to watch, and why? I chose one of my favorite, mildly obscure shows from my mm-hmm. childhood. Uh, Small Wonder. Right. You, do you remember Small Wonder? No, I I remember it because I was alive. It ran from eighty five to eighty nine. So I was. I didn't know it ran that long. So I know it was like yeah eighty five. So and uh, I saw it in like syndication. I remember way. I remember you know when you're a little kid, you wake up insanely early. I remember being up at like five or six in the morning and watching it before I went to school. So I don't remember what channel I watched it on. Right. I don't. Re- like I think it ran on Fox. I don't. I think it was just like a primetime sitcom. Right. Yeah. I think it might have been syndicated. Syndicated. So it was in mm. certain places at certain times. I don't quite understand how syndication works. But this was part of what I'm invented and calling the big three, which is. There were th- I'm inventing that for the I want to know shows. what the other, other two are. There are three shows. Yeah. 85, 86, 87 that were all about hiding the fact that a member of the family was either an alien or a robot. Okay, so Alf is going to be one of these? Alf was one of them. And then what's the other one? Out of This World. Oh, I remember Out of This World. I ve- oh, I can't. I barely remember Out of so This the, World. Which is funny because Out of and This World. And then Clarissa explains it all. She's hiding that the boy keeps coming in through her window. Right, which is that's, basically that's... an alien idea <laughs> for young girls. Yeah, that one's a little. So that's uh, that's the big, that's a uh, medium four. Yeah. And, uh, but I watched Alf, of course, and then I watched Out of This World all the time. But this was the one. I don't know why. Maybe it was just because I would watch. I mean, I would watch anything. So yeah. it probably was just when it when it aired. That's funny. I'm different because okay. So I remember Out of This World, but I never watched it. I was mm-hmm. aware of it. Alf was the one that I always wanted to watch. But when you're a kid, you don't know like when stuff's on. Right. You yeah, just you watch TV and whatever comes. Whatever's on. on. So I was just, me. My schedule and Alf never never. Uh, it just never worked out. Your work the same schedule because you yeah. went to work at a young age. Yeah, I did. And um, uh, but for whatever reason, like every morning for like probably a year or two, I watched Small Wonder. All wow, that's. I feel like you maybe are the person that is has watched this the most of anybody ever ever in the world. That might be true. <laughs> I also haven't seen it for probably twenty plus years. So the plot of this one is that well i think we found the one that i was looking for right no, but, the not, pl- but the plot of the of series the show, yeah for someone somebody who's never seen this how would you explain this to a non-small wonder uh fan or, all right is a family mm-hmm. mother father maybe 10 year old boy right. right and uh the father works for a robotics company right and he builds a Child robot Vicky V I C I voice input child identikit okay right. <laughs> names of Vicky and, uh, which is great because I've never heard the word identikit ever identikit it's like replicant but not I don't know if identikit's a word I just yeah. remember that's what he said yeah I think they know on to name it Vicky and built yeah, the words yeah, they, around they started Vicky. with the word yeah and then they yeah. yeah. And so this is like the ch- so they have a, basically a child robot that they can tell to do whatever they want. Um, and I believe the neighbor, the next door neighbor, also works for the robotics company. And so they have to keep the child robot secret. Otherwise, he's going to tell the company about it and take all the credit for right. the robot. So every episode is basically hiding from the neighbors that they have this robot. And I think robot. of the big three, uh-huh. which isn't a, a real concept. I just invented it. Yeah. This is the creepiest uh, plot line, like the why idea. Why do you think it's creepy? Why do you think this to, is creepy? For a family to own a female robot that they can just input information <laughs> to—that's like young child. There's just something, yeah, c- c- weird about that. There's also like, why would why would you? Why would it be a child? Why would you, you make it a child to do stuff? Yeah. Why would you make it a female child? And they dress it up in like baby doll. Dress yeah, and it's stuff. it's just the idea of that. I is, guess I never thought about that. Why a ten year old girl robot? What good is a ten year old girl as far as work goes? Right, and you you said that uh, to to uh, get ready for this, you you actually watched the pilot. Which I watched. I've watched the pilot. I feel like I watched within the last couple of years, which is weird. Was there? Yeah, no. I, I just was it for this podcast. No, Anybody else just, do the show. Nope. Just uh, one. It's like one of those shows where like, oh yeah, yeah. that existed. I want to look at that on YouTube. Was there? A reason that he it was a girl, or that was just unexplained. It, it, it was not explained. I don't think in the first episode, unless and maybe this is just I'm guessing, and I don't remember. Maybe they wanted to make 
a child robot for people who can't have children or for people... Which, again, that's super creepy and weird. Like, does there something disturbing? Yeah, because you can adopt it. I mean, I, I just don't understand why you'd want just a fake... It's just like a doll for adults. Yeah. It's a weird concept. It is I a guess, weird yeah. concept, right? And it, I think it like, says a lot about you I that this, today, is, this was your favorite show. <laughs> no, it's not my favorite. You didn't say pick your favorite show. I didn't say, but I said pick us. I show. picked an interesting show. Yeah. I came in today thinking like, this is like, this, I came in thinking like, this is a great, this was a great concept for a, for a sitcom. And now, now I'm thinking like, you're right. It's creepy. I didn't, I didn't think but about it. But it is creepy. still great. I mean, this is as, you know, again, the big three. These this type of concept for a show, I think this was the first of those three. Sort of like in the Mork and Mindy, that was the big one. Yeah, but the very sort of high concept '80s sitcoms that I don't think could really exist anymore. Um, and there's something just like Third Rock from the Sun, right? Third, that's part of that the big was a, five. That was an alien. That was a that was a later on. They were which right. I watched the pilot of that. What, with what, were they all recent. aliens? They were all aliens, and. Mm. Uh, I forget who was the captain. I think, uh, I think, uh, isn't it, what's his name? Jonathan Lithgow. No, but I French Stewart? I think, uh, well, he's famous now. Um, uh, Don Juan. <laughs> uh, Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> he has the Gordon, Jordan Gosef, Jordan Gosef Levitt. Jordan Gosef Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, I think he might have been the captain or something. Oh, weird. It was but he like got that thing stuck that in like was... a child body or exactly. something. And you can play with that forever. You're going to have fun with that. that. Well, that's what I like about the small wonder thing is it's like every I, – I watched three episodes and I imagine – and I was, I was like, all right, I get this. So every single episode, the neighbors almost find almost out. Almost find out, right. And like that's – it's a – it's – pretty formulaic at some it's, point it's sort of that and when you think of like uh, but i like that that's like a writer's dream it's a sitcom if you don't it's if a you real want an easy writing job yeah you're just like here's the skeleton plug in the yeah. uh you know the the car- the the plot there's a uh a, a, you know a, uh, a school brownie sale i couldn't <laughs> think of what those are called a bake sale <laughs> a bake sale yeah there's a bake sale on this episode and the episode that you chose is called and again this is just Literally, the name of the episode is The Camping Trip. Yeah. Taking a robot camping. There's all sorts of fun exactly. that can be done right there. It's like, this girl's got superhuman strength. Maybe she fights a bear. Who knows? I don't know. I'm saying that, and I don't remember. I haven't seen this episode forever. Can and, I tell you yes. what I remember about this episode? Absolutely. I think. This is a 25-year-old memory, but I think the, what I remember thinking was great about this episode when I was a kid is I believe they're fishing, and everybody's having trouble catching fish. But one person, and I don't remember who, has really good luck catching fish, and they find out it's because they're using as bait the little stringy parts of the banana. Interesting. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, that's really funny. Now, the stringy parts of the banana, meaning the part that when you open it up, there's On always the that part. one, like, strand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Using that as bait. That's a great... That's a really funny idea. Yeah, that is a funny idea. I might, And also, I hope it's in this episode. Otherwise, that's a memory that I've... Just I've moved around in my head to being in specifically in this episode, but that's a memory. That's a thing that is. That's a weird specific thing that has stuck with me, uh, me for a very long time. And that's uh, what I find uh, with uh, the podcast. Sometimes uh, you know I don't get to pick the show, but often I have. But you could. I could if I was I mean, it's your podcast. Yeah, I could do whatever I want. That's nice that you I let could us murder you right now. That, that would, would be an interesting I, podcast. But nobody would have. I, it would be above the law. It was part of a podcast. That'd be a good name for the podcast. Uh, above the law, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's so weird how little things like that, like that stringy part of the banana, are stuck in your brain. Like I have, like last week, out of nowhere, I was um, thinking of the. I know so many jingles from commercials. Oh, yeah. This was one. Um, f- f- fuck. Uh, let me think about it. It was. Um, a surprise, surprise, puppy surprise. How many puppies are there inside? Are there three or four or five? Now, I hadn't heard that in probably... That was from 1990 or 1991. It was familiar to me as soon as you did it. And I but looked I it up. I couldn't believe you knew all the words. And those are... So I looked up on YouTube and those are exactly the words. And I hadn't seen that in, you know, 25 years. Something yeah. Like that. That's just weird. It means that it means it meant something to you at the time. But why? It's crazy. Maybe... It's just that, do you like dogs a lot? Maybe when you were a kid, I, I like maybe dogs. when you were a kid, you watched that and you were like, "I love dogs," and that looks like such a fun toy. But I'm a boy, and it's a girl's toy, and it stuck with you. But it's also that's another weird toy. Whereas it was the idea was basically a dog giving birth to multiple dogs. <laughs> that's yeah. Well, that's what so, 
Sort of what they do. Well, they also had all those dolls where, like Betsy Wetsy and stuff. Yeah. Where, like, like, why would you want that? Why uh, would you, you want? Why would you want the doll with the? You want a doll to basically have a baby without that garbage. Right. It's basically like wanting to have a robot daughter. By the way, funniest joke my dad's ever come up with in his entire life uh-huh. is when I was a little kid and the Betsy Wetsy commercial came on. My dad goes, what's next? Trudy Duty? And that made me... That was like... That's great. That's, that's, that's a good dad joke. That's a great... That's a great... Me... Like, I like that now and just yeah. hearing it from I might you. do that on the special. Hey, Trudy duty yeah what? now you're fi- now to get away from this for a second but you're filming next week yeah you're are you set are you yeah rock? i'm ready, ready to go. rock i'm ready to go you're fucking i've been ready I, what is it now it's march i submitted in november i'm i that tape i submitted in november that's what i want to record i'm ready to go you're just fucking itching yeah you're ready to go yeah. but you should try to work that trudy duty in. <laughs> you should just at the my way dad's gonna be there what my dad would stand up and be like he's i wrote that my dad would be if you just at the very end you said betsy what's he what do they think of next trudy duty bye good night everybody <laughs> if you just, that, yeah it's a last minute closer that wasn't approved yeah just totally not approved everybody's like what the fuck but that's the line you're known for for the rest of your life oh that would be great my they dad cut it out yeah they get they're gonna cut i have a feeling they're gonna cut a lot of stuff out hey man Listen, you're above the law. Yeah. Um, so you haven't seen... We're going to watch uh, The Camping Trip, Season 1, Episode 15 of Small Wonder. Mm-hmm. I hope remember? I'm not lost not having watched the, the episodes 4 through 14. I don't think up. you'll understand anything that's happening. I definitely won't. Uh, you're, you're looking for the banana thing. Is there yeah. anything I should look for or anybody? We're fine. We found this on YouTube, so it's viewable for everybody. Anything mm-hmm. that you, any other memories or things that. No, that, that's all I remember from this episode. But I think one thing that'll be fun to keep in mind mm-hmm. is yesterday I did a little uh, cast research, and the, the kid apparently is, yes. uh, is homeless now. <laughs> Wait, the girl? <laughs> no, the boy. The, uh, the boy. Well, I also did a teeny bit of <laughs> research. None of them have done a whole lot. Well, Since the series, the girl, the the actress's name is, um, let's see, I have it here. I believe she's a nurse now. Tiffany Brissett. Yeah, she might be a nurse now, but I found a. She's a registered nurse in Boulder, Colorado, so she can smoke weed whenever she mm-hmm. wants, and um, she w- she co-hosted in like 1990 or 1991 the 700 Club, an episode of. Oh that. my God. I, if I would have thought of it, I would have picked that anyway. That 700 Club is one of my favorite shows. So why don't we... We're, we're going to watch this, and then we'll talk, but maybe we'll check in on part of that episode of the 700 Club with her hosting. If we could find that episode of her hosting, that would be insane. We'll check it out. So we're going to watch uh, The Camping Trip right now. All right. Let's do it. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi. What, uh, what happened to the cake? I guess I wasn't very explicit with Vicky. All I said to her was put it down. <laughs> I did it again. Dummy. Dummy. <laughs> well, honey, you're always saying your floors are clean enough to eat off of. <laughs> oh, I better go clean it up. Honey, let her do that. Vicky, clean up the cake. Clean up the cake. We've got more important things to discuss here. Oh, such as? Such as with Jamie away at this weekend on his camping trip. It'll be the first time we've been alone in years. I know. So why don't we get away too, huh? You know, there's that romantic little resort up at Pine Lake. Oh, I'd love that. Mm. Even if the trout aren't biting, I will be. (laughs) (laughs) You like a second honeymoon. Growl. (laughs) Come in. Hi. Hi, Reg. Hi, Reggie. Hi, Vicky. What's new? A second honeymoon. Growl. <laughs> uh, Jamie's in his room, Red. Thanks. I'm afraid I have some bad news for him. Well, what's that? Our camping trip is off. My dad has to work this weekend, so he can't take us. Oh, no. All right. We just watched Small Wonder, Season 1, Episode 15, The Camping Trip. It turns out. Not it was the, not the fishing trip, though. Not the fishing trip. There's got to be another episode where they go fishing. It might be called the fishing trip. I bet it is. Since this is called the camping trip. Um, what was your overall impression of this episode before we get into it fully? You mean, like, did I like it? Did you like it? 
I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I I realize this is the first one I've watched with another person that wasn't like my girlfriend, and we were just like reminiscing nicely. Right. Watching it with you, <laughs> who is a funny person and a funny writer. I realize how bad the writing was. <laughs> like I didn't realize how bad the writing was just watching at home with my girlfriend. You know. Yeah, there's just some. It just feels. So, I mean, like very forced. So too forced. long setup jokes. Ugh. I don't think I realized that it was clearly a fake studio audience. Yeah, th- there was no one, one part where there, there was one jokes. part that I should have rewound, but there was. It sounded like a glitch where they went ah, but it was like ah ah, <laughs> like like they like pressed the button twice yeah. really quickly by accident. You hear the same laugh a few times throughout the thing the, there were also a f- couple okay jokes in there yep which ones uh jumped out at you i liked the joke where they were woken up from the camping trip clearly by like bear or lion noises right and the dad said that's nothing it's just crickets that's what their legs sound like when they rub them together right. and then they hear it again and then the wife says, what are they rubbing together now? That was a good joke. Right. And then I said it would have been even funnier if they were like, they're dicks. They're dicks. Because, they're dicks. And that would have been actually funny because you can't rub your own two dicks together. You have to rub dicks with somebody else's dicks. Right. And or another be, bear's and dicks. And baby bears. Um, what I was... Baby struck, bears. Baby... Oh. It was baby bear dicks. <laughs> it's baby bear dicks. Um, <laughs> what struck me the most was how... The little girl's voice was so, like, her acting was just her going, like, her, like, well, I don't remember. Just the monotone. Yeah. Pick up, drop the cake. (laughs) The cake will be ready in three, two, one. Like, just the same monotone for probably close to 70 episodes. I mean, I don't know how many episodes there were, but how weird that is and how i want to i imagine auditions were very strange for that little girl part yeah oh absolutely i would love to see just a string of all the auditions for that just girls who don't get it and then she was the one that was like you've got it because literally it's showing almost zero emotion yeah having no charisma i mean like there's nothing about that girl there's my well she imitates people sometimes yeah like um the beginning of the episode Basically, so the the plot of the episode is wow. This podcast you gotta just describe a small wonder episode to <laughs> yeah, people listening yeah. to this. Well, we'll give a quick <laughs> overview of what it was. the 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 overview is that the son I don't remember his name, so I'll call him Marty. Jamie. Jamie uh, is going to go with a friend on a camping trip, and the parents were going to use that as their second honeymoon while while he's away for the weekend. They're gonna basically, and they're talking about having sex. Yeah. They're like, um, but in a subtle, like, he's like, I'm going to be biting you or something. Like <laughs> yeah. That. We actually, that's, that's actually grosser than, yeah. And then, and then she bites his face and he's like, Rawr. yeah. And she saw it. And then she, and then, uh, small wonder Vicky keeps mimicking that. Then going like second honeymoon. Rawr. Yeah. Just disturbing. I think it's called back throughout. And what, and so then the plot is that that camping trip gets canceled and the dad and mom decide to take the whole family on the trip, including Vicky and then the f- friend, the son's friend and this weird neighbor that's disliked by everybody. Yeah. Sort of the uh, Kimmy Gibbler of the... Meanwhile, I don't think the Jamie's friend or the neighbor got permission from the parents to go. I, no, the, the, the annoying girl did get permission. Uh, her parents packed her bags, remember? Oh. <laughs> They were so ready to get rid of her that they that's literally... A, that's an ongoing thing, is they're always ready to get rid of her. Which is a terrible thing. Yeah. The, the other thing that I noticed... There's more I, hurt, there's more pain going on in her and Harriet's life than I think they let on yes. to throughout the series. Harriet being that girl, yeah, she's she gets shit on by you everybody. You commented when you first saw her how much you liked her hair. Her hair was like a helmet. It like, looks like a know. wig. It looks like a, it looks like a costume wig you would get if you were like red-haired, pigtail, little girl wig. Which is... It is weird that that's sort of a trope of these sitcoms is the annoying child's neighbor. Yeah. And it's okay Blossom for... Blossom had one. Blossom, obviously. Urkel was yeah, that. Urkel and then he was, became yeah. the center of the show. Ooh, but can it's you like, imagine a Harriet spinoff? Harriet yeah. Winslow? No, Harriet oh, on Small Wonder. Because I was going to say, you know that Harriet Winslow is a spinoff from Perfect Strangers into... Oh. That's, that's Family Matters is a spinoff. Of... Of Perfect Strangers a had perfect a character, strangers? Harriet, 
and then they oh, made it like a. Were the Winslows not just a? Were they not a whole family in that? They were. It was just her, and they. I don't know. I think it was just like because okay. Harriet got like Harriet was no big deal no in big family deal. matters. Well, Urkel just took over. Yeah, but isn't it weird that that's a trope? Is just like adults making fun of annoying children. Yeah, that's. I don't know. They're like, yeah, well, I guess everyone's like, yeah, I had a shitty kid neighbor when I was a kid. I yeah, hate, now I'm going to... hated that kid. Now I'm going to have the parents yell at him. Yeah, now we can take out all our anger on the on the, the kid neighbor. That was annoying. What I had was weird, sort of thought was strange, and I'd like to hear what your thoughts are, is that the relationship between the father and Vicky yeah. is weird because they don't treat her like a daughter, which is sort of what you'd expect from the show is like... They like he says to her like he gives her tasks like at the beginning of the show um, the mom and Vicky are baking a cake yeah and there's a miscommunication when the mom says uh, <laughs> miscommunication put, put it down yeah and she drops it on the floor Vicky purposely drops literal it. Ta- literal takes commands literally right and then when the dad comes home the mom says oh Vicky misunderstood and dropped the cake. And she's like, oh, I'm going to clean that up. And he's like, no, let Vicky clean that up. Let's. I want, like, alone time with you. That's weird. Is it weird? Wait, it's weird that, that he's using that is, for the alone time time? Or it's weird that he's telling a, Vicky to clean it up? An eight-year-old clean up. Like, no, but it's a robot. I think he's the one who's treating her correctly. He's The dad is the one throughout this whole series... That is like stop treating her like a little girl. Then why did he make her look like a little girl? What, <laughs> that's, what, that's, that, that's 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 the weird part. He just wants to order around a little girl. Like, that is weird. He well, created this girl and then was like, "I'm gonna just treat it like a fucking." You know what robot. I want to see? This not even the spinoff. The next seasons be then is that he gets a divorce and makes a wife robot. He loses he custody of the himself. kid. He yes. is, just has a family of robots and they're all dressed like people. And he or gets to order everybody around. And he's like, "This is the world I wanted to and live he's in." Just like yeah he's just dirty and in his apartment he never goes out he makes them go out for food and everything yeah because to me that made sense everything makes sense the way he treats her except the whole dressing her up like little girl thing because throughout the whole thing you have uh everybody treating her like she's a little girl and then he's always like don't tell her to clean up she's a robot she doesn't she has no emotions right so that all makes sense but what also is weird is like i don't know if they ever comment on it but does any and you've only i know you've only seen a couple recently but i guess i've seen four episodes in the last two days no (laughs) has anybody ever said to her a character that's not part of the family like What's wrong with your like your daughter's voice or your your like niece's voice? Like why? I think they have. And what's the response? Because uh, now you'd be like, well, you know, she's on the spectrum. She's I wish I could remember that. Spectrum. I wish that I don't know. Because yeah, it doesn't make sense that they're like she's got a little cold. Yeah, because she's like, I'm scared. Or she would never say that. I watched another episode yesterday where Jamie had her drink a milkshake. Which what is, happened? Which and because and she goes, I don't drink milkshakes, and he goes, Hey, even a robot has to try this milkshake, Whoa. which is very bad reasoning. Um, but she drank it, and then her voice got all echoey and weird, and because uh, her vocal cords, her vocal things got wet, and it went away eventually. But I don't think any neighbors heard it. Did it go away naturally, or did yeah? She... As they dried out, they went away. But there's still going to be. It's all going to be sticky, and you would think so. They don't do a great job of explaining a lot of things with this robot. They don't do. They they keep saying, uh, "Hey, Vicky." Uh, they just like tell her to do something, and they're like, "There, I programmed her." Like, that's, yeah, not programming. that's not programming. He said he just said like read this manual. There, she's programmed. And also, which, which is interesting because yes, when they're going camping, the uh, the dad says, "Read, read this, this survival." thing basically first of all it doesn't play any part in the episode that that, no, that, that never comes back and second of all that means she's as arnold was in terminator a learning computer yeah cpu learning cpu and but she never learns anything because they're, they're like you would think the the put it down she would learn at this point Yeah, because he's like uh they're like uh the mom's packing a lot of food for the camping trip he's like well why don't we just bring the whole refrigerator then yeah and then vicky picks up the refrigerator which no one said vicky bring the refrigerator yeah so- she's just hearing general things and going that must apply to me and if you're watching at home that's i think that Around there is the part with the glitchy. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. What did you think about the special effects though? When she does pick up the refrigerator, and later on the tree when she's asked to go get wood. Well, what I noticed is that um, 
The special effects for the refrigerator. The wood one was good. She picks up a tree when she's supposed to pick up. They must wood. have picked it up from above. From above, yeah. that looked good. When I have no when, idea how they did the refrigerator. With the refrigerator, it was in fast motion. First of all, you <laughs> how do they do that? that? It's like so. What they probably did was it was on like either a hydraulic lift or something. Mm. Probably that's probably what they did. Yeah. But they sort of played it in fast motion. But the audio quality during that part, it was obvious that like the other part is in the studio, but this one they had to like stop stuff, make it all different. So when they do it in plain fast motion, the audio sort of like drops out and then yeah. like comes back in. It was yeah. just very, very weird. They like weirdly pumped the laughter in earlier. Yeah. And it, then had to adjust. It, and then her powers are also fairly um they're not clear what they are because uh, so they go camping oh, God, yeah. the whole thing is the dad's a terrible cook and then the son and his friend um they they realize they're close to a zoo and a snack bar where they have tons of chili dogs a zoo they- in the middle of the woods yeah in the middle of the woods. They're lost in the woods. They didn't take a road or a trail there. They're just walking through the woods, and they came across a zoo. They came across a zoo in the woods and a chili dog food uh, place. Yeah. And, and they're like, let's go, Vicky. We're going to get chili dogs. But this is a secret between all us. And, and, just, and then they go over, and they're like, Vicky, come on. And she, instead of running around a rock, a big sort of like boulder rock, she flies over it. Like, <laughs> with like a... In like a jumping pose that she maintains throughout the air. I don't know if you've like seen a, the movie Ernest uh, Slam Dunk. There are nine Ernest movies. I've only know seen Ernest uh, Goes to Jail. Ernest, mm-hmm. uh, what's the first one? First Ernest one is camp. Ernest Goes to Camp. That was classic. Ernest Goes to Jail. Ernest Scared, Scared stupid. stupid. Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest Rides Again. Ernest Back to School. Ernest uh, Goes to Africa. Ernest slam dunk and then there's one more I, I have there's a question because you are a Ernest uh, fan st- I'd say a student of the Ernest way yeah were all those now I remember seeing Ernest goes to camp in the theater mm-hmm. Ernest uh, what, what did we decide I think I think that I think Ernest goes to camp jail saves Christmas and scared stupid were all, all theater. theater and the and rest were straight I think there DVD. were five straight to video yeah. and now the character created by Jim Varney mm-hmm was it create he it, it was a, a commercial it was television commercials yeah. first for what like it was coffee like, oh there were literally hundreds maybe thousands of commercials for all different products it was like the specific advertising company i tr- i tried to write a one man show where i would be in character as you ernest do, you and i never totally, did it yeah i never you could yeah. be you could play ernest very i never well. i never did the show but i did a lot of research on it i basically wrote it and then the show was going to culminate in a video that i made where i went skydiving in character as ernest and uh was doing like the whole um you know, safety feature type video. Like you gotta be careful when you go skydiving, make sure you do. And I did like the whole thing, That's great. But, uh, but I never did the show, but I did do a lot of research and, uh, but yeah, he did, he made like a fortune just doing these like local commercials, everything from like local dairy farms to like local, like car dealerships and tools and all these things. Now and then they he, decided, and they made a movie franchise. Did he create the character? I assume so. I think him with the ad agency, like create. And who was he before that? Jim He's Varney. like a Shakespeare trained actor. I need to know more about Jim Varney. He's fascinating. And he's yeah. like a very talented actor. And he's also he's the voice of Slinky Dog. He's in the he play of uh, in Toy Story. He's uh he plays the father in Beverly Hillbillies, the movie. Like sure, he's I a, remember that. He's like course, yeah. you know he's more than just Ernest. Well, he was more than just he Ernest. was more than just Ernest. Died at age fifty in two thousand of uh, lung cancer. I believe that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That's, so got kids. I don't um, know if he had kids. What's that? Oh, kids, I'm saying, kids listening. Um, oh, I thought you were like, did he have kids? Okay. <laughs> did he? Yeah. If I just, went, I don't know. I don't know. If I just said kids, <laughs> if that's how I asked if Jim Barney has kids, yeah, kids. I assume he smoked. Yeah, I think he don't smoke, smoke yeah. kids. No, you shouldn't smoke. I just got into cigars. How weird is that? Um, we're going off topic now. No, no, that's great. I just, I, well, yeah, how do you pick I a just, cigar? You know, it's really fun to go to. A cigar place go and then like go to the humidor and ask and be like hey man i don't know a lot about cigars i'm looking for something mild i just got started and then they love they like love cigar people love to talk to you about cigars. and do you smoke them there because some places you can yeah there's a there's a couple places that like have like lounges there and then other there's times- one cigar place have you ever been to the ucb um uh the school like where the classes are yeah yeah 
the training center, there's right next to it, there's a cigar place where people smoke in there, but they're oh every time I've passed there, there are children in there that like must oh, be the owner's kids or I whatever. Don't like that at all. It's really weird. Yeah, that is weird. Those kids are gonna those kids are gonna have some serious They're gonna problems. be little Jim Varneys. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna have yeah. some big problems. Yeah. Um and what got you into cigars? Um I don't know. Wait, oh, I know exactly. I was uh, watching The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> I like just like in the like just this year, I watched uh, uh, starting. Yeah, I just started. I, had you never seen it before? No, I I had seen it. I had even seen the finale, but it was one of those shows that I had only seen like a few episodes of. I always liked it. And Breaking Bad was done, and I didn't have a new. Sh- and Game of Thrones is between seasons. I didn't have a show to watch, and I was like, I got, I got. I'm just gonna watch Sopranos from season one all the way through. Got an HBO Go password. <sighs> And so I good. loved it. I loved it. So great. I feel like probably because of James Gandolfini's uh, uh, untimely, is that the right word? Yeah. The, his death that probably got a lot of people back. Because I started watching it again. I haven't gotten all the way through, but I watched you know season what? one. I think that's what triggered it, too, is I watched, I think HBO just did like a little documentary, a documentary on working with him. him. Yeah. And I was bawling during that thing. Yeah, he, I was like, oh, my God, that was so good. And uh yeah, I just wanted to go back and watch it, and I did. Yeah, and he smokes. He looks cool smoking a cigar. He does. Look, I like when when people smoke cigars. They put it in the middle of their mouth. You know, yeah. I, I, you can't hold it there forever, but yeah. just that that in the middle of the mouth is and pretty he, cool. Uh, in the the just in the opening credits, he's just he's just driving and smoking. See now, where do you? So you have you smoked inside the cigar store? I haven't yet. Where but so? I, where do you smoke? When, okay, this is the first one that I I smoked. Okay. Um, and I, I remember smoking one when I graduated high school, mm-hmm. and I, and then like maybe in the last ten or fifteen years there have been like three cigars in there ever, and so it had probably been like I don't know years and years and years since I smoked one. Um, I was in San Antonio doing Spurs. A, you were watching yeah, the Spurs. I was, Spurs watching, I was at a Spurs. You were watching game. David Robinson play. No, I was the at a, I was at I was in San Antonio doing a comedy club, and that was when I found out. That I got the half hour special. I got Treat a phone yourself. Call, okay. And I go, okay, I'm here by myself. It was like a terrible weekend. It was an awful comedy club that I'll never go back to. It was a very bad weekend in general. Ugh. But my, uh, but then I found that out and it was great. And I was like, I need to celebrate. How do I celebrate? I'm not going to just drink myself stupid by right. myself. That's stupid. Um, uh, and there was a cigar store right next to my hotel. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go buy a cigar. I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm right by the Alamo. My hotel like overlooked the Alamo. So at night, I uh, I bought a cigar and I sat outside the Alamo like in the middle of the winter. It's like sixty five degrees and I smoked a cigar outside the Alamo and it was awesome. That's a great and way then to I, smoke yeah. a cigar. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna like occasionally when I get good news or if it's like a nice day to grill out or when it warms up. Any of those are great reasons <laughs> to smoke a cigar. I'm gonna I'm gonna start smoking a cigar occasionally with my with my friends. And you should also have like a nice whiskey too with that. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, that's the last time I did. My birthday, maybe two years ago, me and like eight people went to Peter Luger's, like the really nice yeah. Brooklyn Steakhouse, you know? We went there, and then next door, they have a little bourbon cigar bar. And so we smoked a cigar and drank bourbon Something there. That just sounds manly and good. I'm, I'm, like a, I'm like a very, I'm, you know, I, too many people are like, I'm not a man. Like, that's like a right. thing to do in comedy sure, right yeah, now. Yeah. But like, I'm a frail, skinny, not very masculine man. So to be like, I like scars. I like whiskey. Yeah. I I drive. I I just. Sold I drive my mo- drunk. I sold my. No, I was going to say, but uh, I sold my motorcycle last year. But like, I rode a motorcycle. I'll yeah. go skydiving. I'll do some dude things. Right. Yeah. Wow. So I buy. So I bought a little humidor. Whoa. And uh, and then got you know, but I got a humidor and like ten or fifteen cigars. Started a small collection. What's the most expensive one? If you don't mind me asking. Most expensive cigar I bought was this little Davidoff sixteen dollar cigar. All right. That's that's like that's for one cigar. That's kind of expensive. But you know what? A cigar lasts you what an hour, half yeah. hour. So yeah. That's like small the, ones, like half hour, forty five minutes. Yes. The bigger ones up to like an hour and a yeah, half. Yeah. So or something. that's a movie. Yeah. That's like, oh man, that would be cool to get. You know, remember the Sopranos where a guy liked the whole home theater? Yeah, I would love yeah. smoke Dude. cigars and drink and watch that with get money, get rich, get watch get small room. wonder episodes on Dude. YouTube on my Apple TV. Yeah, you'll you'll be so happy. That would, be, it, that would be that would be the creepiest thing if you built a, <laughs> a studio, yeah. you by yourself drinking whiskey or bourbon, smoking a cigar and watching Small Wonder. By I yourself. made my girlfriend sit next to me wearing like the Small Wonder baby oh, doll my dress God. thing. 
you know that there's somebody out there who's like, yeah, small you gotta get You got to get that dress. Now, now I, I mean, I My don't need to... Your girlfriend can make dresses. Your girlfriend can make dresses? Yeah, she makes, she just, she makes, she can make clothes and all that stuff. I don't That's want, impressive. I want to go, I don't want her to wear the small wonder. Yeah, I don't no, think no. it's cool to want to fuck a 10 year old robot. No, I think that's bad. I think that's everybody. Although, how old is a robot, hey. really? Probably less than 10 years, Probably, really. You know, it could be one day if yeah. it's a robot. It just looks 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But there is also none of that's okay. With, with it's actually, sh- I guess, probably totally legal. It's still just not. It's, it feels deviant. What having sex with a robot? Yeah, it, there's something. No, if it's if it's that's fucked up. This is a, this is so your podcast is so innocent. Let's watch an old TV show, and now I'm about to ask you like those like real dolls and shit. Can you get one that looks like a little kid? <laughs> no, there's no way. Because <laughs> why is that? I'm not into that at all, but, like, why would that be illegal? I like how you now have to backtrack. <laughs> well, I'm, like, I'm not, but now just out of curiosity. like That has to be illegal. To, to fuck a, a robot, like a sex toy that yes, looks like a 100%. kid. 100%. If you did that, which now we're both looking it up on Amazon.com. <laughs> no, but, yeah, that would be tr- the, what every if, trigger on the, on the watch list of whatever. What if you're buying it for your, like, 10-year-old kid to fuck? <laughs> then... Then that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally fine. Here, we, people my, don't share sex toys like that, do they? Um, no, I'm I, sure I, there have to be people that do. Yeah. I mean, anything that you think of has happened. That's gross. Has happened. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely happened. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say we're talking about how creepy it is that thing, but also the way he, the wife is also the most like. Um, housewifey at the beginning, she's like, I was home baking with Vicky. Yeah. Now I'm going to clean up the mess. Like, yeah. no she's, uh, personality. And they, they write her so dumb throughout the totally. whole thing. Too. I was actually surprised. This is, out of the four episodes I watched, this was the only one where she did not say this line. Um, every episode, the dad will say something Robotic, something like you know, technical jargon or something about oh, her receptors in her whatever device, whatever, and it'll be like a bunch of like long thing, and then she'll stop and just go, "That makes sense." That's her catchphrase, like in the first three. It's just like I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll, whatever you say. God. Now, in the first three, uh, did Vicky also lift something huge yeah. up in every episode? Yeah. So that's like she lifted. She actually lifted the kid at one point. She lifted. Uh, I think there's one where she lifts the couch and vacuums underneath it. There's think about a, this too. Like, not only has this guy created a robot that looks like a girl, but to create something that small that can pick up a refrigerator, that would be like a huge deal. Like, isn't that yeah? A just big, that. That's just like a a thing that seems like that would be Useful. very easy to sell. Yeah. Just don't make it look like a girl. And I think the premise in the pilot too is that. He had this whole idea, brought it to his boss as like, this will be a great thing for our robotics company. And the boss just like wasn't interested. So, yeah, of course not. So oh, yeah. These- I, I, hey, sir. Um, hey, uh, thanks for having me in your office. I created a little girl that will do anything I say and pick up big stuff. You're fired. You're fired. You're a creep. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah. Sounds great. Why is it a little girl? Uh, 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 no reason. Uh. Yeah, I guess that part is pretty weird. There's other special effects that they didn't show in this one, too. I guess it was weird that she jumped over the thing the rock, and flew right. away. Yeah, they don't explain the flight weird, at all. Such a the strange lifting power. things make sense, I guess, because it's a machine and who knows what kind of hydro... Whatever. But uh, the other episodes, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, like, hey, Vicky, turn around, and her whole head will, like, spin around. Ugh. And it looks very, like, stop motion and stuff like that. Very weird. Yeah. Very weird. The back of her, I just remembered, because in the, in the theme song, they show them sort of opening up her back. Yeah, she's like her... It was very Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. That was around well, that Teddy Ruxpin was, was a tape deck in the front, right? Yep, tape deck in the front, all business in the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all wires in the back. I did not have a Teddy Ruxpin. I didn't either. Something sort of creepy about that, too. Yeah. I'm going to look up what year Teddy Ruxpin is, because I guarantee that was in... Late 80s, early 90s. Within the same yearage of this. This being 1985 actually makes it... I was born in 82. Okay, I'm 84. So that would make me and you both very young to be watching it, except that I remember it... I guess when I watched it, it was... It was, you know, when they go into... I'm not sure of the terminology for that. When it goes into syndication or it goes into reruns or whatever, yeah. So... Teddy Ruxpin. I Teddy Ruxpin was created 
or first the first year here, the company Worlds of Wonder released in 1985. Same year wow, yeah, as yeah. Small Wonder. Interesting. That was the year where they like to have robotics with accessible. This must be yeah, because at the peak of his popularity, popularity, Teddy Ruxpin became the best-selling toy. Why am I saying every word incorrectly? Best-selling toy of 1985-86, and the newest version was awarded the 2006 Animated Interactive Plush Toy of the Year by Creative Child Magazine. 2006, so it was still like a new toy. I guess in 2006. It's, they brought it back. Backpack Toys did 2005 to 2010. They didn't put cassettes in it in 2006 so it's gotta be some it's gotta be mp3 basically all it was was that you put in a tape in its in its belly and then the mouth moved along with the tape right yeah and then when the tape the batteries die and the tape slows down it gets really creepy and awesome yeah or you put in a a a cannibal corpse uh album in a cassette in there and it just yeah yeah, that's a good callback that was a small wonder thanks they had yeah they had a callback of the uh and the uh our little secret wink our little secret wink. Which is, I think that's running throughout the whole series. The plot in this episode You'd was... Think winking at a robot, it would know to keep the secret. Yeah, she would know what the sec- a secret means. Yeah. Yeah, the the plot is basically, there is none. It's, I'm we're going to go there, and then uh, let's keep from Dad that there's uh, a food court. Yeah, let's, that's it. let's keep the chili dogs from Dad. That's it. Yeah. Do they leave? Do they get home at the end of it? Nope. It ends with them running at 3 a.m. I assume because it was totally dark. Oh, yeah, that bothered me. They were all asleep. They get woken up by the bear, and they're like, I hope the food court's still open. Let's go. And then it ended with them running off, and it's obviously closed. Yeah. Zoo hours. Zoo. Have you ever been to the Bronx Zoo? On like a Wednesday. Okay, so Wednesday at the Bronx Zoo, okay. me and my girlfriend got excited. It's the free day. It's it's like it's free. Oh, okay. It's free to go to the Bronx Zoo on Wednesdays during the day, uh, and it's like donations appreciated. But you don't you don't go on the free yeah, day to donate. On. You There's go on the free day for free. But we went on a Wednesday on like a nice day, and this is while it was open on the free day with the most people there. Nothing was open. None of the food things were open. A few vending were like, machines in there. Were they so. like, because obviously these cheap assholes aren't going to want food. I guess so. I guess so. But, I mean, I'm saying that's that's during business hours. That's total bullshit. So I know at 3 in the morning while they're camping in the middle of the woods, this, this zoo is not going to have the chili dog station open. Also, the kids, the kids... The like ten-year-old kids discovered the chili dog stand and just said, "Let's go and pig out," and ran over to it, and then they were full. No one explained. There's no way those kids had money in their pockets. Yeah, no, obviously those they kids were camping. They're yeah. ten years old. They don't have they don't have cash. a wallet and like ten bucks on them. Yeah, so you know something creepy's happened over there that they're serving three little kids. One's a robot. Yeah. God. All right. Fuck this show. Fuck this show. <laughs> Let's build right now what would be the perfect episode of uh, Small Wonder. Okay. What, what situation could be? First of all, I want to see I want to see Vicky get discovered as a robot. Now, what would happen if she got discovered? Well, the fear is with the neighbors. That, okay, that's what I want to happen. I want the biggest fear to happen. The biggest fear that's right. been set up is that the neighbor who works at the robotics company is going to find out steal the idea uh and, st- but and steal the idea is a robot well so here's the thing though but the idea is just a robot here's the thing the neighbor discovers right discovers that the kid's a robot oh and you know uses the technology the technology of the voice stuff and all that stuff right so he steals the vicky idea he makes a 10 year old girl robot and dresses it up and everything right and then he gets in trouble for some weird pedophilia shit I want to see that. That would be a show. great. That episode. would be a good episode. But here's my question. First of all, that's a great episode. I and think- then Harriet is fatherless and goes and starts doing porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very dark episode. Yeah. Um, it's going to be. Yeah. So the fear is that the neighbor is going to find out that there's a robot that talks. Yeah, and he's going to somehow steal that technology that that's dumb. Invented. The idea that a robot talks is out there is that's been around since like the nineteen yeah, twenties. But he figured out the technology to, for before. the for the voice input child identikit. All right, <laughs> he figured out a way to be able to command this robot to do things, and she does stuff. He he's worried that the neighbor will figure out 
how to do that and then he'll bring it to the company and he'll get all the credit for that technology and stuff but i want to see him bring it to the company with his own weird like uglier like version of like his daughter girlfriend uh, not girlfriend uh his, <laughs> his daughter slash girlfriend yeah, yeah. <laughs> now here's my mine would be similar to yours my version okay. of the episode but it'd be but the neighbor finds out about vicky yeah Vicky tells the father. Vicky and the father go and murder Ooh. the guy, and then the re- the neighbor, and then the rest of the series is them sort of. There's a murder mystery: who killed uh, the neighbor? Yeah, that is the neighbor married. I, I yeah, would assume yeah. so. And it's sort of this dark sort of exploration. I of, wish the neighbors came by cause you would have loved to have seen, I don't know who the guy is, but the woman, the Harriet's mother is in everything. She's uh she's like the old, uh, I believe she's, I don't know if she's in Fargo. I know she's in, this is very obscure. Remember the movie airborne? Yeah, of course. She's a mother. Yeah. In yeah. And I know who you're talking about. She's, yeah, is yeah. she, is she the secretary in, uh, Ferris Bueller? Yeah. 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 She's in this. She's the neighbor. She she's was, the neighbor's gonna, wife. She's, sure? she's the neighbor's. I was going to guess that she was also. I'm looking up Alf. Whoever plays, she's for, in. She's in all of these old sitcoms. Because Alf, also, I think the one of the dads from Seinfeld, um, was the neighbor in Alf. I think because I thought she was the neighbor in. Oh, also, I was looking up. Uh, the dad in from Small Wonder, one of his only acting credits after this show was he had a very small part in Breaking Bad, but I couldn't remember Whoa. who it was. But he just had like a little one episode thing in Breaking Bad. Um, no, that's not. I was wrong about. Uh, I was wrong about her being the uh, the neighbor in Alf. Hmm. Well, they got some really good people. Okay, look. Remember this guy. This guy was in two episodes of Alf. To people at home, I don't know how I found this guy, but his name is Mickey Jones. I'm going to show you this picture and tell me that he wasn't how many things you've seen him in. Oh, yeah. He was in Tool Time. He was in uh, Home Improvement. He was in the band. Was he in the band that played instruments built out of tools? Oh, my God. I remember that. Yeah. Wow. They were amazing. Guys, everybody at home, look up Mickey Jones and then tweet something. Hashtag Mickey Jones. You don't need to do that. I don't know why. Dude, use a hashtag. Man, that type of guy. I bet I'm going to look, without looking, neither of us, Mickey Jones, I'm going to look how many credits do you think he has on uh, acting credits on IMDb? I haven't looked. What's your guess? I'm going to get, I don't know what a lot, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess between 40. I'm going to guess, that's a little. I'm going to guess 333. Oh my God. All right. Yeah, we're in different. All right. All filmography, acting, 128. Okay. Well, hey, if we were doing prices right rules, I would have won. Cause I That's true. I was way above. Um, man, the, uh, they should get back all the weirdos from... You know what I was watching today? I was watching the episode of uh, Freaks and Geeks, the guidance counselors. Like a really oh, he's funny, great. Like, he's hilarious. He's really also from the uh, trucker... What was that? TJ and the trucker, T-Bone? Oh, Him and David like... Koechner? Edie McClurg. That's who it is. Remember, she's in... That's what I was talking about. That's the from Ferris Bueller and all that. She's the neighbor in Small Wonder, the woman. Wow, she's she was great. Okay, now let's guess how many uh, how many roles Edie McClure has had. I'm going to guess 157. Dude, yeah, she's going to be. If he had 128, I'm going to guess she's closer to 200. All right, so go to filmography. All filmography. All filmography. 191. I was close, right? I said closer to 200. So yeah, but you went above. You, well, can we add the selfs at 26? She was herself in 26 things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to come up with a drinking game for Small Wonder, what would you tell people to drink? Uh, what moments would they drink at? Okay. Uh, for the more comedy-savvy people, I would say take a shot every time there was a callback. Mm-hmm. Okay? But that's a very general. Maybe, I'd say there's a few special effects every episode. Any cheesy special effect is take a shot. Right. I'd say including uh, picking up something. Her pick, picking something up something. Up. Yeah, head turning around, jumping over something. I'd say any misunderstanding where sh- she's programmed mm. to do something, but it goes wrong. Yeah, I like that. Anytime Jamie says something mean to Harriet, 
Jamie the kid, the kid yes. says something mean to Harry. Anytime yeah. you're like Jamie is sort of all of his lines are like a fifty year old man. Yeah. I'd say like most of his sort of jokes are like very old. Yeah. Uh, I'd also just say anytime you're sort of creeped out by the concept of the show, <laughs> you just be drinking throughout the yeah. whole. You just be drink. You just play drink a few beers while you watch Small Wonder. And what would the uh, what would what would be the perfect drink for that drinking game? Hmm. What did I like to drink? When I was ten, Ooh, uh, Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. Yeah, Sp- spiked Shirley. Spiked Temple. Shirley Temple. Put some put some gin in there or something. I'd say vodka and ecto cooler. I think I would really actually like that drink a lot. Hey man. Yeah. Nothing stopping you. Yeah. Oh, you know there was that episode where they made the milkshake and stuff. Like a good like Kahlua, vo- like a spiked milkshake could be oh, fun. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. I, but again, when you're watching a creepy show with like it's a ten year old that you're commanding, you don't. I don't know if we want to be drinking. Oh, yeah, especially a spiked milkshake, or something yeah. really like yeah. mm. Arrested Development. <laughs> you're like you're you're a supreme creep creepazoid. Yeah. Um. Well, before we uh, away, Small, all right, you can drink. What's that whiskey? Is there like a, is there a drink called like a Thunderball or something? That sounds right. Like a small Thunderball. Or, um, I like a punny's name. A tall, a tall wonder, which is just a tall boy. Yeah, a PBR a tall, tall boy. A PBR tall boy. Drink a, have a trucker hat, a PBR, and watch Small Wonder. Yes, yeah, smoke, a, smoke that a cigar. Is some hipster shit right yeah. there. Smoking a cigar, uh, yeah, watching on VHS. Yeah, I would love that. Um, uh, do you have any recommendations for the audience of some a show that you've been super into recently, or that you, or anything that you just want people to check out that they might not have otherwise? Like a show that I'm watching, or a movie, or any media piece of media. There. Oh, all right. I have a real one. This isn't. Yeah, even, great. This isn't even like a joke thing. No, no, it doesn't. It I don't. Be. I I like lost it during this documentary. Have you seen? It's on Netflix. Uh, fucking blanking on the. Oh, the Dewey something story. Do you know this? Do you, he's a. He was basically a boxer. He got in trouble for. Uh, he got a. Uh, he got put in jail for murder charge that he didn't do. Okay. Uh, and I think he was in jail for like 26 years or something crazy like that. Learned how to box while he was in jail. He didn't do it. Every few years, like, it would be like, cl- there, it was very clear that the evidence was not there to convict him. And so every few years it would come up, they'd review it, and he'd be like, nope, sorry, you're back in jail. And, like, it was very frustrating for him the whole way through. But he became, like, this, like, really great, you know, light heavyweight champion boxer while he was in jail. Then he got out of jail finally at age, like, 52 or 50 or 52. ESPN, like, ESPY Awards recognized him as, like, this great whatever. And they're like, we're going to let you have your uh, dream of playing one professional fight. Doing one professional fight. And then, like, he's training for that. And there's, like, all these problems and, like, weird things to get through for that. But uh, by the end, he gets to have his, like, one professional fight. And he was in jail for 26 years. And the attitude he has, like, the whole way through through is unbelievable like i would have you know you just give up on life and you, you but uh yeah it's pretty amazing that's I don't know. great that's like a real one. no that's like, great a real that's... answer i don't have to be funny all the time no i love that i'm gonna look up so we the dewey can... something story the it's, dewey decimal system if you type story? in dewey boxer dewey d-e-w-e-y you know boxing documentary netflix it's it's it'll pop up but it's, it was i really liked it a lot um all that's coming up is that's on Netflix. Uh, Dewey boxing. I'm gonna find it. Dewey Cox. Doc. Oh, that sounds like it could be right. The Dewey Bozella story. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Dewey Bozella. Dewey Bozella. I'm gonna check that out. The Dewey I'm always, looking, story. I'm always looking for a good documentary. I loved it. You're gonna cry. I, you're not going to cry in the beginning. You're going to cry, but you're going to you'll cry at least once or twice by the end of it. That's a great documentary. I like it. Yeah. Um you got to watch those when my girlfriend's not around. She's yeah. never seen me cry. She's mad. She doesn't like that she's never seen gotta me cry. I cry every day in front of my wife. It, it's on Once we if me yeah, if we get married, wrong if I don't. Yeah, then you then it's then like, I'm let the waterworks out. Yeah. Um well thanks so much Adam. Uh people where can people check you you want to where what's Twitter happening? Adam underscore Newman. Do that at Adam underscore Newman, AdamNewmanComedy.com. There's there's plenty of fun things to check out, but uh, you know, look for the special coming out. Yeah, I have a podcast about butts called Butt Talk. So check that out, and I'm excited to see the Comedy Central half hour. That's gonna be so fucking great. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Back in Brooklyn. See ya. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you so much to Adam Newman for dropping by, and thank uh, you for listening. Um, two things. One, in the episode, uh, we discussed for a second uh, the the main uh, Vicky that sh- she went on to guest host the 700 Club. We didn't watch it. I'm sorry we mentioned it. We didn't watch it. Okay, what? I'm a bad host? Fine. You're going to put me down because of that? Okay. You know what? I forgot. We forgot about it. All right? That's my fault. Second of all, um, we mentioned briefly in the episode uh, that Adam's rewatching The Sopranos, uh, and we're talking about James Gandolfini a little bit and smoking cigars. I actually did an episode of this podcast with Matt Servito from The Sopranos, Agent Harris, and we watched the finale of The Sopranos. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's probably a good thing to do if you're a Sopranos head and want to listen to somebody who was in the finale and in the whole series uh, talk about it and reminisce. So uh, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time with a new episode of It's That Episode. Uh, Leave a review on iTunes. And in general, uh, just do something you've never done before. Just yell something you've never yelled before or love somebody you've never loved before. Uh, Well, I guess that's it for me. Have a great night and an early mañana. Adios, amigos.